Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 of Radio Free Toback. My name is Arthur. And my name is Donovan. And I have a story to tell, uh, my friend. So uh, here's here's how it go. I'm working at uh, at the retail job, which I just put my two weeks in yesterday. Feels Fuck very yeah. good. I'm about to embark on a journey of floral delivery as opposed to uh, dealing with this kind of <laughs> bullshit. Uh, it's uh, come with me into into the retail space. Uh, I'm standing behind the jewelry counter. And a lady walks up and says, do you have any of the, they're a quarter carat diamond tennis bracelet? Jesus. And I say to her, I have a variety of quarter carat diamond tennis bracelets. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to take a look at some. No, I was, there was a specific one. It was, it had, it, it was a quarter carat. I'm like, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, it was. <laughs> and so, um. We do a little digging. I pull out the app on my phone, the uh, the app for my uh, for my retail establishment, and I I find the one that she was talking about because I had a feeling it was the cheap ass one that we were selling around Christmas last year. Uh, says we have limited availability, which means we probably don't fucking have it. So I uh, I'm looking and I was like, oh, I don't have it, and she's all fucking. Oh, you said you you had it. The website said you had it. <laughs> I don't I don't have it. It's not anywhere that it's supposed to be and I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for it. Sorry. <laughs> and um it's getting towards closing time. So I got to start wrapping shit up. I got to start uh counting my registers down. I got to start doing all the shit that I normally do. And right about then she wants to talk about the jewelry she's wearing. She wants to talk about the jewelry she bought here. She wants to talk about the jewelry she wants to buy here. And <laughs> I just go ahead and start trying to count my register while this is happening. And overhead breaks in the chorus of the song Baby I Love You by Ryan Adams, which I'm going to drop right here. And it was the most intense horrifying like 45 seconds of my life this lady is just a rambling at me while i'm trying to count money while brian adams goes away (laughs) or ryan adams i'm sorry not brian adams a different guy away away yeah and fucking repeat that i don't know 10 times at the end of 10 15 could be 45 times ugh Arthur passed it over to me at the start of the episode, and I highly recommend that you, the listener, take a moment to pause oh, your uh, trust. Your I already dropped it in. They they, they just heard device. it. They just heard it. I don't it. think the clip is enough, my dude. I think <laughs> you you got to have the full fucking ten times in a row. And please don't subject that them to that on the actual. Sure, app. sure, sure, sure. But if you choose to be masochistic, pause this right now. Pop over to YouTube. And what'd you say? This Ryan Adams. Uh, Baby, I love you is the name of the song. Baby, I love you. Jesus Christ. Baby, I the don't... The video is actually quite nice looking, but the song itself is uh, uh, saccharine hellscape. <laughs> it's a good word for it, saccharine hellscape. Yeah. Arthur, I think this woman at the store just wanted to make friends with you. She definitely I think, did. I think she liked you. She, why Why do you hate the, uh, the sweet old lady? Because I can't fucking <laughs> deal with it. I can't. I'm not here for that. Like... After, after a long day at work, you don't feel like fucking chatting about, uh bracelets that you sell at work for you know a good half hour not maybe an hour not fucking particularly i even i gave her the well if there's anything else you need just let me know and then she was just like and i got this one at, and when i was on vacation and my daughter got me this one when it was oh no okay yeah like I, if it was in the middle of my day and i didn't have like if I wasn't trying to shut the shit down so I could leave on time, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't would have been a little more, a little more friendly to the old lady. But uh, God damn that, that was no, that was dude, a lot. I hear you. And it, it, I, working something fucking client facing like that, especially you know if you have to deal with fucking idiot customers all day, uh-huh. you just hit a point where you're like, it doesn't matter who it is talking to me. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yep. I want to go home. Like, lock my bathroom door and just drink 10 beers in the shower alone <laughs> while listening to Ryan Adams. Yeah. Away! 
Jesus Christ. That was bad. Oh, and then uh, I turned in my keys. Like, I got all my keys for the cases turned in. And then the first customer of the day says, can I take a look at those? <laughs> I'm like, of course, too. I'll, of course. I'll be right back. That's exciting, though, man. I'm glad you're getting out of there. Oh, man, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped. I'm just going to be, you know, I'm going to be driving around listening to podcasts and tunes and, you know, dealing with other client-facing garbage, but uh, less of it, I think. Yeah, if you're able to be in a car by yourself and get kind of breaks in between people, I feel oh, like yeah. that's going to be uh, substantially better. Yeah, I dig it. How was your day? Uh, it's been good. Uh, working on applications, had a couple phone interviews, finally did the phone hearing to get fucking unemployment because I have been in limbo on that for two months. Oh, God. Yeah, because uh, you know who has lots of time uh, You know to, to sort out uh, getting money that they need to survive, Arthur. You know, there's lots of time. The fucking unemployed. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I applied two months ago. I was out of the country when I applied, and I got back on Monday. And uh, evidently, you have to be in the country. You need to be available to work or something along those lines. Mm. Uh, but I was like, I'm just going to get a head start on this. Uh, I want to, you know, get this going on account of I'm trying to be proactive uh, about not having a job. Right. And so evidently that screws you up and i had to do an appeal and stuff no, i don't know Jesus. they they were they were nice to be on the phone I, I hope it sorts out but fucking hey dude so I've been, i'm just still living on savings and uh that's not that's not ideal at all not even close no well i wish you all the best yeah we got we got some we got some promising leads though so Hell yeah we'll see can't wait to uh, uh, wait again that's gonna be it, good shit no that is that, that will be a good feeling. It's it's just a bad limbo space. It's also wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Let's not undersell a fucking yeah. hard it rules to not have a job. Exactly. But yeah, I, I, I need to get out of this limbo. Yeah. Uh, on the plus side, though, uh, I do get to come back here and do my favorite job and my real job, which is podcasting. Fuck uh, yes. So are you ready to save some babies out here? I'm so fucking ready. My, Let's get into this. My wife. 29F, <laughs> my wife needs to have phone, computer, or other distraction during date nights with me, 28M. My wife and I are starting up weekly date nights due to a feeling of distance we felt between us, and I posed the rules of no TV, no phones, and no computers. She said it would be really hard for her because she feels less restless when I have a secondary focus to drown out all the other million focuses. Which would be foci, by the way. My initial reaction is frustration because I feel like I'm not getting her full attention, which is one of the main reasons for having date night. But I'm wondering if she feels restless without her phone because she's just conditioned to having her phone, in which case she could be unconditioned, or because it's some sort of attention deficit component, TLDR. Do any of you have a spouse who, quote unquote, needs to be on their phone? How do you handle it? And that was posted by that newt got or the newt that got better. Very good, very, very good. good, very good. Uh, Monty Python reference. I love it. Uh, I didn't catch that. I just thought it was a silly ass name. She turned me into a newt, and then everyone looks at him, and he goes, "I got better." Ah, oh. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, I I don't have a spouse who needs to be on their phone, but I I have done this uh, without realizing it too. And I feel like a lot of people do this. Uh, that could be for a bunch of reasons, but I know for me personally, it was less of like, I'm getting bored or like I, you know, especially if you're out doing something, I'm getting bored or like I need to be doing stuff. A, a lot of times it's just kind of like an anxiety component to it for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where where it's just something to, to hold your attention so you're not just sitting there because for whatever reason, uh, that's unbearable. Um. But for me, though, I didn't realize how much of a thing this was, and it's actually come up with two people I've dated, and so I was like, shit, I am fucking on autopilot with this, aren't I? Like, I, you know what I mean? I'm not doing anything important, necessarily. You're just kind of oftentimes mindless scrolling, mindlessly scrolling through things, because, you know, when it comes down to it, it can be anxious just to be sitting with somebody, especially if it's somebody you care about, and you're worried about not anything to talk about, or... Mm-hmm. You know, or if you're just out in public alone for me sometimes, and I, I, I know that's the same for many people. It's like, oh, what am I just going to stand here? Like, yeah, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, what if people are looking at me and stuff? <laughs> 
So I feel like I'm going to keep coming back to meditation stuff in upcoming episodes since I've been I've been on this for about two or three months now, and it has been extremely helpful to me. Are you and, working uh, towards uh, transcendence? Are you doing the TM shit? I'm just doing. Uh, it's an app called Headspace. Mm-hmm. I'm also listening to a guy named Jack Cornfield who does a podcast. That name and, is uh, made up as shit. No, <laughs> it's goofy <laughs> as fuck. No, I, I highly recommend that dude. He's he's this uh, older guy who I believe was a monk at one point or still is, and like is able to explain a lot of this in like pretty good and down to earth ways. Totally, because uh, I feel like the barrier to entry for a lot of people is that it just seems like such a strange and kind of uh, it's just inaccessible thing. You know what I mean? I, I don't think there's kind of a, it's not prevalent enough in our society where it's kind of common knowledge of like what you're even trying to do. Anyways, I'm, I'm on a tangent here. The primary kind of goal with it though, is to stop engaging with thoughts like that, that you're not actively trying to have. Like what I keep referring to as autopilot is how I always see it where you're just, you're just doing things. Like I'm not even consciously aware of, you know what I'm scrolling through on Reddit or why I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's a good kind of place for your head to be at. Uh, at least, especially personally. when you're on date night. No, exactly, yeah, and, and, and doubly so with your with, when you're with another person because you're you know not giving them the attention that they deserve and you're not being there present with them. So I've just honestly started keeping my phone in my pocket or setting it down, and mm-hmm. if I start to get kind of that craving to do that, just kind of sitting with that feeling for a second, because the whole. The whole idea, too, isn't that you just, like, fight this, like, no, I'm not going to fucking, uh, I'm not going to do it. Oh, gotta, God, I'm starting to think have, about doing it. You got to have the thought, and then you let it go. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the the more that I've been doing this, and just in day-to-day life, too, I feel like I'm, I'm starting to use it less, and it's, it's becoming less of a problem. Hmm. And... Uh, I don't have as much of that anxiety I had anymore. And I'm also, I'm also feel like I'm getting more shit done because I don't wake up and sit on my phone for fucking three hours in the morning. Yeah. That's so. a big one for me. Yeah. Um, usually what I do in the morning, I'll wake up, I'll, uh, I'll throw a podcast on for while I'm getting ready. Like just have some background noise while I'm getting my shit together. Yeah. So I do. I recommend Radio Free Tote Bag for your morning listening, where we release every Thursday. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a great one. Yeah, I listen to that too when I'm uh, getting ready. I think that really is the thing that's made me more productive and uh, more present in my relationships and existence. Is <laughs> Radio Free Tote Bag <laughs> excellent? But yeah, I highly recommend. I'm also not somebody who's like fucking phones are evil and uh, sure. uh, fucking brainwashing the population. I don't think it's something along those lines, but it's more. You know, it's just a very effective distraction, and it can be something else beside a phone. I think that's just the one that's common for most people and lets you do a lot of different things. So, are you familiar with the coaster technique? Oh, is that you? Uh, you're like at dinner or something, and put a coaster on top of your phone. You take your phone and you use it as a coaster. Take your phone out, you set your drink on it, so that you have to. You know, there's a physical barrier to using your phone. And I like uh, it. It makes you think about it like, you know, oh, where's my phone? Oh, shit. And then you have to, like, like move the drink off of you. You know what I mean? It's just, like, no, no, gives it, you a second it, to exactly. pause. Yeah, and and that's what's essential because it just it does become just a habit that you're just picking it up. And you literally – I've been catching myself and being like, I didn't fucking even think about pulling that out. And it's kind of a kind of a fucking spooky thought. And, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think that's good. You put that thing, it just brings your attention to it when you do it. Yeah. Uh, another fun thing that this guy could do is just be more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe this guy's just a fucking sack of rocks. Yeah. She said it would be really hard for her because she feels less restless when she has a secondary focus to drown out the million other foci. Uh, foci. Yeah, that's the actual word. Um, he, you know, be the primary focus. You know, get more. Like, wear a really loud shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a shirt with just a speaker sewn into it. Yes, definitely. He's just blasting uh, oh, Ryan Adams man. all the time. Oh man. Okay, shirt with a speaker, and it reminded me of um, when I was in uh, what would that have been? Sixth grade. I had a T-shirt that had a little inflatable basketball in it. Like it actually <laughs> had like a little. You could pull the thing out and inflate the basketball on the T-shirt. What? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, and. <laughs> 
if you if you inflated the basketball and then you left the little you know the inflatable nipple thing out, I like you could stand in front of the projector and like turn a certain way so that it looked like the silhouette of like a boob with a nipple. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. Got, got a lot of laughs that way. Wear a shirt with a with a nipple. Yeah, there that's go. a good ass bet. And get a projector. <laughs> I'm gonna say too. Just bring this up if this bothers you, uh, mm-hmm. because that definitely kind of, you know, kicked me a bit because I wasn't aware of it. Uh, you know, agree not to use use yours too. And, Absolutely. Uh, I'd also just you, maybe you have a point about the uh, about the boredom or something. With, like whatever date nights they have, you got to make sure she is also into this. You know, date night, especially if it's your idea, if you want to get your wife on board here, like maybe let her start picking the things or do some active shit, you know, so that, or something that's new to you. So you're out and about and, uh, you know, less fidgety with your with, with your body parts. Uh, I'd recommend rock climbing. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, I you know, disagree you, with that. <laughs> you know, when you can't use your phone, when you're rock climbing. There you go. Yeah, dude, when you're fucking a million feet up on the crag hanging from a fucking 60 footer when you're trying to take the crux you can't fucking <laughs> check That's facebook true, dude no time for texting when you're sending the crux <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> bring up uh, uh yeah but for real bring bring up some that, that really wouldn't be a bad activity true bring up some physical activities like that make sure she's on board with it and uh, just let her know that this bothers you uh, or go to Dave and Buster's, and then you have all the secondary foci you could possibly fucking want. There we, there we fucking go, dude. Foci overload. Yeah, love it. All right, Newt. I hope uh, I hope your Newt wife uh, gets gets better. I hope you have. <laughs> I hope you have the marriage that got better too. There we go. <clears throat> well, all right. Let's move on to this next one. Hit it. Should I, M20, feel guilty about dating her, F16? Yes, you next probably, question. <laughs> probably should. Uh, uh, Arthur, you probably should. Uh, Kenny, you're, dating a, <laughs> you're dating a fighter jet. <laughs> uh, I think you need to sort out what you think a person is, buddy. Am I right? <coughs> you killed me. I'm dead now. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead, too, with my own heinous bit. Uh no, or yes. Next question. I, I'm with you, but let's read it anyways. Let's let's hear this. Uh, let's hear this cradle robber out. Mm-hmm. Hi. First, Hello. I would like to say, th- <laughs> like to say thanks for providing a platform like this. You are all appreciated, independent of me getting an answer. No, oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> so I met this girl from Tinder today, and we got along really well. I think she is really cool, and I guess she thinks the same of me. I just have a problem with our age difference. We both had our birthdays last month. And now I'm 20, and she is 16. I like her a lot, but a big load of shame overcomes me when I think about the two of us together. As if I wasn't good enough to date someone my age. In my area, there isn't a legal issue about this, though I'm not even considering sex with her. Liar. But I feel guilty for being into her and letting her be into me. Plus, she is going through rapid change in her stage of life right now, (laughs) and I don't feel like I have the right to interfere with that. Maybe you should also know that I'm not looking for a serious relationship, but more of a casual dating thing. (laughs) Oh, okay. Do you think it's fine, or should I stop it? TLDR, is it okay for a 20-year-old guy to casually date a 16-year-old girl? Uh, That was posted by Spodo. Arthur, how say you? Well, Spodo, um, he has an edit there at the bottom. Thank you all very much for your time. Thank you all very much for your time. I knew I'd find an answer here. Was the answer, no! Fucking resoundingly. Oh, my God. You're aware of this, too. The fact that you've posted this. Yeah. You know this is problematic. Is it cool? Why why are you doing it? Is it cool if I date a 16-year-old? No. Yeah. Not even a little bit. (laughs) I mean, at least good on you for having the half self-awareness to post this and know that it might be a thing because yeah. yes in fact it is uh, I might be uh, plus she is going through rapid change in her stage of life yeah. uh, also known as fucking puberty my dude <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ her titties just came in you can't fucking date her yeah. also uh, I think you mentioned somewhere on there no 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 that, that was a comment through later I think uh Tender, like it has a fucking eighteen year old limit. Too, Yo, so that's that shit entrapment, though. 
No, I mean more like the damn app has a fucking limit on it. Like that didn't you know maybe point you in the right the right direction on this. How is she on there then? Oh, you can you can lie on this thing. Yeah, look at her lying and entrapping people. Yeah, that's not that's not good. That's not cool. You should encourage her to get off a of Tinder for fucking sure. Uh, I highly recommend that. Or I've just never speak to her again. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from her. <laughs> also a good option. Now I've I've definitely seen that swiping through Tinder profiles. People will be like, it says like eighteen, and then you look. Or sometimes it's like fucking twenty something, and you're like, actually seventeen. Like, hope that's not a big deal. Uh, it like, is. Uh, uh, well, you're not quite twenty five, like you said, but uh, <laughs> fucking a man. Where could this man be that twenty and sixteen is cool? Uh, I think I was, I think somebody mentioned Austria down there. Austria. Well, he's, yeah, he said that he's from Austria. That guy's. There we go. Oh, Spoto lives in Austria. Okay, okay, I didn't know it was him. Okay, so it's not an issue around here, but I have an ethical problem with it. Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) You fucking should. Yeah, absolutely. Because ultimately, you know, beyond the fucking consent issues there, uh, Laws like this, you know, exist because people like that are not fully mentally developed. Like, right. There's a whole reason there's a fucking age of maturity and all of that. And, uh, you know, I don't, it's not, it's not, you know, if you were fucking 19 and she's 17 or something like that, you know, even that gets a little fishy. Right. But you know what I mean? There's a gray area if you're like a year on either side. Like, uh, you're fucking 17, you turn 18, your girlfriend's still 17. Like, like that's normal. Yeah. That's, and uh, yeah. F- four-year age gap, you know, later on, uh, not not a big deal. Yeah. But at that age, you know, the ethical reason is this person isn't completely developed yet and can't consent. And on top of that, that should be a reason you don't want to date a fucking person. Why, right. why would you want to date somebody who's literally in high school when, yep. you, were, when you were 20? What would casual so. dating with a 16-year-old look like? And he's not looking for sex. Yeah. No, no, no. Not even that. No, <laughs> of course not. We're going to head on down to the roller rink and then stop by the soda fountain afterward. And uh, a little, little fishing, a little golfing. Yeah, maybe. A, <laughs> watch out for that cult, though. You should stay away from, <laughs> stay away from that cult. <laughs> no. I, I I I get the impression this dude, you know, if you're honestly considering this, and I feel like he's just ha- not having much luck dating, and uh, I can tell you what will not help you develop as a person and have more success with dating, that's dating a fucking 16-year-old. Yeah, that creates uh, a pattern, actually. Yeah, that pattern is called being a being a big old creep. Yeah, don't be a, don't be a big old creep. Don't be a big old creep. Be like that's me. Be just like advice. a little bit of a creep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, to to the poster on this, like just just look at yourself uh, a little bit here, and like kind of ask yourself what's what's driving you to think about this. Are you insecure about something? Have you had less luck with dating? And uh, you know the answer to those questions are working on yourself, uh, not just dating the first person to go out with you, especially if they are you know a sixteen year old. Yeah, yeah. What, do, what does that say about you? What does that say about you, Spodo? Spodo. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, right. it's gross. I don't think her parents would like that idea. Yeah, she lied, which would be another red flag, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Oh, that was in response to the comment, the age of consent in Austria is 14, which is pretty gross. Which is pretty gross. Yeah. Again, like, that makes sense if, you know... It's a legal situation between a fucking seventeen-year-old and their sixteen-year-old girlfriend, or sure, whatever. You, sure. you know what I mean? But yeah, the reason for that is not because it's fucking ethically okay to be screwing around with sixteen-year-olds. Fucking twenty. Age of consent is fourteen. That's that's fucked up, man. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. Austria, get your shit together. Yeah. I, uh, I would hope that law is, like I'm saying, meant for, you know, people in high school so you don't sure, go to jail sure, for fucking sure. losing your virginity. But Right. All right. Woo! Rant, rant over. All right. What let's, else? Uh, let's just, I'm going to just shake that off. Woo! Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, hey, get ready to shake this next one uh, on. Yep. This is, uh, this one's pretty interesting, too. <laughs> What's shaking? I, 25F. Found satin panties in my fiance's 28M office. I was looking for a charger in my fiance's drawers when I stumbled on a pair of pink satin panties. 
They are 100% not mine. We own our own washer and dryer. I do all the laundry, so I would have noticed if this was in the mix earlier. Also, the size is much smaller than what I would estimate our most recent women house guests would wear. I'm waiting for him to get home and respond to my messages now. How fucked is this relationship? Is there anything else this can be? TLDR, is there any scenario when I'm not being cheated on? And that was posted by Winter underscore stuff. I think there's some scenarios. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Also, yeah, yeah. Uh, your your man's could be into wearing these panties. I don't know if it's very small. You know, I don't know about that. Right. Uh, maybe they're used and he's sniffing them and he got mm. them off of one of those websites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you know, both of those are different degrees of uncomfortable. But that's not you know, your relationship isn't fucked in that case. So okay. We're we're okay with possible panty sniffer situation, purchasing used panties from the internet. However, we have set a precedent that sexting is unacceptable. Oh, I didn't say that was okay. I just said I don't think that would fuck a relationship necessarily. But sexting would. Yeah, well, because the, the thing with sexting is you're interacting with people that you know. Oh, I'm, right? this feels pretty fucking interactive to me. <laughs> no, no, he, he, hear me out. Okay. I mean, I guess, maybe okay. maybe my moral compass is running in here. But you're sexting somebody that you know. Like, that's another person you're not face-to-face, but you know who each other are, and you're interacting. And, you know, that's that's different. That person is actively involved versus... You know, I still think it's weird and dicey in a relationship for sure. Right. But if you're, you know, you got a you got a thing for sniffing used panties and you order them offline somewhere. It's not like it was your, you know, friend you went to high school with or something who sure. has now sent you her underwear. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're not emotionally involving another person in this. It's just kind of a it's closer to porn certainly than than uh, sexting is. Mm-hmm. Certainly Ol- don't Ol- think it's cool but do you hear me like it's yeah. it is it is definitely less than sexting olfactory pornography yeah there we go hmm. there we go because then we can ask like what if they were what if they had a synthetic smell on them you know what i mean mm-hmm, 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 there's mm-hmm. different potential i wonder if, it's not a, if it's that not smell exists then i could probably get a vape juice <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh Jesus, that's awful. I want that. I want that real bad. <laughs> well, there you go. You uh, you can surprise your uh, your sweetie sweetheart fiance with some delightful new vape juice for his birthday and tell him that you know. Uh, cotton panties. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, also, you know, I'm not. Uh, what am I trying to say here? They're they're in the dude's drawer at work. Like, in his office, like which that's... I it's it sounds like it's a home office situation. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, you're cheating on somebody. One, you're gonna fucking keep their underwear around, and number two, it's like in a drawer it in your goddamn desk. Yeah, like I don't know. I think both of those point away from it. Although you know, who knows? Maybe this guy's an idiot and he has a panty fetish and he's like keeping them from. Uh, whatever person he's cheating with. Don't roll uh, out that they're related to a kink and him not cheating on you. I wouldn't say it's terribly uncommon kink for men to wear panties and want to feel slash smell them. There's an entire market out there for used panties and socks. Take things in stride. Talk to your husband first, says Mission Success. This, we have seen so many posts here where it turned out to be a masturbation aid, says Enrichment Only. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So talk to him. Have yeah, some words. Don't freak yeah. out. That's that's all you can do there. I'm not saying it isn't it isn't sketchy though. Like I definitely would be I'd definitely be worried about this. You know? But if I if I was a betting man and I'm not, I've only bet a dollar in my entire life. Really? You uh, didn't you didn't play slots. any dice at Zisty's party? You fucking missed out. I lost like nah, nine dollars for fun. Uh, <laughs> fucking I hate gambling. I don't know why. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh yeah, you gotta ask him about it though. And also see how this dude responds. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would even, well, I don't know. 
I was thinking, like, I would even be like, hey, if you have a kink, that's all right. But then I feel like you're just going to, if he is cheating, you're just going to lead him to use that as an excuse. And he goes, yeah. Yeah. Ah, come to think of it, I do. Definitely. So, like, he walks in the front door, and then you just fucking, like, pelt him in the face with him. Like, what the fuck is these? What are these? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very nice. What are those reference? Very good. Ah, thank you. I thought that might be a little subtle. It was good. I liked Uh, it. The size being much smaller is spooking me, though. I will yeah. say that. Could be a mess. I think that rules out he's wearing them, unless he just likes fucking, like, constrictingly tight uh, women's underwear. That's Possible. a very specific kink. Uh, or also, like, uh, some people like to, you know, wrap the sausage in a little uh, pink satin blanket when they go into town. Go. Yeah, they like that fabric feeling. Yeah. I've heard about that. Some people like onesies. <laughs> All right, actually, also, maybe this dude's just, like, really skinny and his wife's a little bigger than him, and uh, he just had to get something that fit him. Could be. Huh? Like, tell him huh? to... Oh, here you go. Throw him at him and be like, put these on! <laughs> oh, if they don't fit, you're fucked. <laughs> if the pants don't fit, you must... If the panties don't fit, you must uh, not not acquit. You must not... You must convict. There we go. That's better. If the panties... Overconstrict, you must convict. <laughs> there we go. Much better. Much better. <laughs> Unless your fiance has a thing about wrapping them around his dick. <laughs> All right, we're done. Thanks, Winter Stuff. Good luck out there. I hope you're not being cheated on. And, yeah, me too. Uh, how about this next one? How about it? My 24F long distance boyfriend, 25M, watches porn while having phone sex with me. Awkward to discuss, but I just want some opinions. Hey, you know what? Don't worry, poster. It's not awkward for us, given the past two questions. Right. I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for six years now. We both travel a lot and are in a happy, long-distance relationship a lot of the time. After dealing with this for a while, we've resorted to a lot of phone and Skype sex between being together. Of course, it was awkward at first, but we're both comfortable with each other, and it became normal quick. He always told me how much he loved it and was typically the one to initiate it. Anyway, we were having phone sex last week and all of a sudden I hear a girl moaning. I could tell it was from his laptop and it was quickly turned off. He then proceeded to say a bunch of things like it didn't happen. I didn't say anything at the time because I honestly couldn't wrap my head around it. Plus, what the hell would I even say? But the more I think about it, the more it upsets me. I've never cared that he watched porn. Hell, I watch it, he watches it, and we've even watched it together. It was just the fact that he must have been bored enough with me that he needed to watch something else, and it made me feel awful and self-conscious. I wouldn't have cared if he told me, but now I'm just wondering how long he's been doing it. How long have I not been enough? I don't know what to tell him without sounding crazy. TDLR, seeking advice about how to feel and what to say about overhearing my long-distance boyfriend watching porn we were having phone sex. And I was posted by Lily Bear X. Oh. Hmm. I don't hate it. I don't hate that game. You're having phone sex. You want a visual component? Go for it. I, I hear you. You know, sometimes, especially if that's kind of your thing that you keep going back to is over the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, it could lose some of its luster. Also, sometimes, like, you're, you're trying to jerk it, you just need more stimulation. Like, it's yep. not quite working. Right. Uh, and the fact that you said that you've watched it together, I could definitely see them rationalizing it. Like, oh, no, no, this is cool. Yeah, this she's, is all, cool. she's all right with me watching this. I- <laughs> On the other hand, uh, I'm, with, I'm with you. I think you should have said something to you yeah. uh, beforehand. Because that's definitely, that's definitely going to make you self-conscious when it's just popping up in the middle Absolutely. of Middle of uh, fucking phone sex, but... Also, fucking dude, why didn't you mute it? What happened? Where were you? <laughs> yeah, you're 25. You, you've learned this yes. lesson, I guarantee you. God damn it. <laughs> she's, uh, she's got an edit here where she says, I understand there's a visual need sometimes, and that is normal. The thing is, it's hard not to take it personally when he picks phone sex over Skype sex and then watches oh. porn. I'm not against providing the visual myself, dot, dot, dot. Damn it, boyfriend 25M, what the fuck are you doing? Come on. What are you doing? I think it's way hotter to have a personal show, right? 
than to have. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. You can watch porn at, at any time. Why yeah. would you want to combine those two things? Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I, okay, I definitely get being bothered by that. Yeah, uh, and then the, he picked phone sex over Skype sex. Let's just, gotcha. Let's just do it over the phone. I'm just gonna fucking watch the porn. Oh, my eyes are closed. I didn't even want to look at anything there anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's cruddy. It, you know, it's not relationship ending, but you got to let him know that it's cruddy. Because I, I bet he fucking is rationalizing this to himself, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, because when you're jerking it, like, you can't, you can't just, you know, pick whatever you're trying to. Whatever you're trying to look at or what have you. Yeah. But uh, if somebody else is involved, you got to take them into consideration, even if you're, you know, even if they're not in the room with you. Right. I will this fucking... This was shitty long-distance boyfriend, uh, but you can, you can make it better. Yeah. I will fucking careen wildly across genres and combinations of types of humans <laughs> when I'm looking that for is, pornography. That is always... It's a scary experience. Careening <laughs> is a good description. Yeah. Like, oh god, I didn't fucking That's <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, click 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 it's easy, man. Uh, the the fact that that's a thing is so bizarre to me. And this yeah. is a sound he's in, in, engaged in it too. Just mm-hmm. just swapping between videos. Yep. That always that always leaves you with a certain uh, oh god feeling. I'm bored of watching these four people have sex. I would like to watch <laughs> these three people have sex. Now just these two. Now just one. Bring, bring me one. Yes. Bring bring, bring those four back. Yeah. Wait, let me yeah, get bring the audio from the four and the video <laughs> from the three. Yeah. And if my girlfriend could just text me dirty messages at the same time, yeah. oh, and if I could just yep. wrap an undersized yep. pair of panties around my dick at the same. Oh. Yep. <laughs> there it is. Did it. That did it. Thanks, guys. All right. Woo. That's Good a work, that's dude. a wrap. <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, we believe in you. Yep. Tell them about it. You get them to apologize to you. And uh, yeah, look for an apology. Absolutely. Ex- exactly. He just he's got to understand that this was uncool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You'll, right, well, you'll hey, make Arthur, it. You're we, gonna make uh, it. I, I I agree. I believe in them. Well, hey, we uh, we talked about a guy dating an F sixteen, but how about a sixteen F? Am I right? What kind of plan is what kind of plan is that? <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even get the I didn't even get him an order. Uh, Hit it. Okay, here we go. This this one's a bit of a doozy. Will my sixteen F X seventeen M come back? Is he confused with his feelings? Online, the signs talk about ways an X communicates, but there are but are there other signs? My 16F X17M has had weird behavior, so I was wondering if there's any signs I could look out for. He's contacted me, but ignored contact. He's also acted nervous around me public lately. He was looking at me, then pretended he didn't see me when I turned. He's also done other weird things like talk about our relationship to his friends. Watch my Snapchats really soon, or skips watching them that day, and does stuff to me like from when we were together. I can't tell how he feels about me. TLDR, what are some signs my ex will come back? Or is he thinking or hurt, etc.? Someone on another community said he probably just hurting and confused. Could this be true? Except for not showing enough affection, our relationship was perfect and he was always happy. He gave me another chance, and I fixed the problem, but he dumped me again. I believe he was probably hurt at the time. Could he still be hurting? And that was posted by Bianca White 238. Oh, boy, Bianca White 238. Is he confused with his feelings? Yes. Will he come back? Probably, and then he's probably going to fuck off again. Yeah. Uh, And the reason is you were 16 and 17. And, uh, you know, of course you're confused with feelings because that's typically like first relationship territory. Yeah, it's the first time you're feeling these. Before, what's that? Uh, it's the first time you're feeling these. No, ex- exactly. So you don't know what, what to do with them. And it's normal to be confused. Uh, but as we've mentioned before, like that also just means that in addition to not kind of having to figure out how a relationship works, you also have to figure out how breakup, breakups work and what it means for a relationship to be over. And 
I'm just going to say, like, if they've gone and come back and all this, and especially if it's causing you distress, that you really should just cut this person off. Because um, especially if they're feeling confused, you know, they're going to send you the flirty Snapchat sometimes, then you're going to get your hopes up, and then he's going to come back, and then, like, it's going to... I guarantee you this is going to end again. <laughs> and that's, yeah. you know, not just because of the history, but also because it sounds like this is probably one of your first first relationships. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say be clear with them that this is over and maybe block them on so like Snapchat and whatnot if he's sending you kind of flirty things like that, especially if that's distressing you. Uh, but you, you got to let this thing die. You can't just kind of have a relationship half hobbling along because uh, neither, neither are you going to feel good in that situation. Yep. There they were. Did you hear it? Yep. That was them. Uh, I wonder what the problem was or is. I am curious about that, too. I, I fixed, fixed the problem. The problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a weird uh, one. That's a very weird one. Are there any comments on it? There, the are, there are not. Um, the text was del- the, the post was deleted, but I uh, was able to, uh, to preserve it. Uh, at the time that I pulled it up, it was 25 minutes ago that it was posted, and there were no comments just yet. Maybe, uh, maybe he came back. Yeah, maybe he's back. <laughs> maybe they're happy now. Well, congratulations. We saved this relationship. Yeah. Radio Free Topic out here with another great victory. Good job, Bianca. Man, <laughs> fucking 16. Uh, that's, the, that's the worst feeling, too. Where, like, mm. it's your first breakup, and then, you know, you don't even get to do the full, like, be a sad thing. It's like... Uh, well, well, no, maybe this will work out. Are we, oh, no. And then you get the mm. fucking breakup feelings all over again like two weeks later. Fresh. And it feels so fresh. It does. You're just subjecting yourself to repeated air horning, and no one deserves that. It's true. Nobody deserves the horns that many times. Yeah. Did I remember I got dumped my first girlfriend. I was, uh, let's see, I was 16, too. And uh, I remember going to school, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going to talk to her. I'm going to go about my day. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get past this. And mm-hmm. I think I made it one day and then I texted her the next day. Oh God. <laughs> She's like, why didn't you talk to me? And I was like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm in my feelings. You don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. You're fucking just buried, buried in feelings. Yeah. God. Very, very unpleasant. Yeah. I spent the whole of my 16th year on this earth uh, in a relationship with a girl I was with since I was 14. It was the third year of our relationship. Damn, dude. That's yeah. a long one for that, that was age long. for yeah. first relationship. 14 to 19. Fucking A. Yeah. It's long shit. Was it positive throughout, or was this oh, fuck was it no. something that wavered like this? Okay. <laughs> no, my fucking, my fucking friends hated her guts, too. Like, oh, they no. were just like, ugh. She had this laugh. She would always, like, she'd say something kind of coy or funny, and then she'd go, uh-huh. and then she'd go, <laughs> oh, fuck that, dude. Let's go back in time and tell you to break up with her earlier. That's incredibly unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like, like a phone vibrating. Yeah, a little bit. jeans that you threw on the ground. Yep, a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get out of these uh, these high school relationships and move on to one that's slightly past the high school relationship. Yeah, I love it. Wait, am I, I'm reading this one. Yeah, you, yes, you are. <clears throat> Me, F8, <laughs> F18. <laughs> Arthur, it's like the plane. <laughs> oh, this is wild, dude. What are we? What are we on? Like the plane fetish subreddit? <laughs> Oh, I got uh, some, I got some images to send you. By the way, in uh, that regard, uh, please please don't. I've been I've been scarred by that already. <laughs> the Blue Angels oh, one that was very good. All right, me f f eighteen. Like this is such a fucking bad joke. Me f eighteen and a guy m twenty one rebound buddies. Uh, I also recently got out of a one point five year relationship a month ago. I'm not sure if I want another, but I don't do hookups. We've been talking for about a week, and he told me today that his breakup was two weeks ago. Both of our relationships were sort of on and off. His more than mine. He said he's not looking for anything really emotional right now, but he likes me a lot. Is this the perfect situation, or is it going to end like John Cusack in one of the relationships in High Fidelity? 
The one where they're both each other's rebounds. Crying laughing emoji. Stay away or enjoy it. TLDR, is it healthy to be each other's rebounds? If it's likely one gets more attached than the other, and the other goes back with an X, is it worth it? Question mark. And that was posted by uh, Velociraptor Pimp. Love it. I do love it. Man, you gotta fucking rebound smash. You gotta do it. (laughs) That's how I feel about that. You You get out of a relationship. It's been a year and a half. You've had sex with one person. And you thought there was maybe a part... Uh, during that where you thought this is the only person I'm ever going to have sex with ever again and then all of a sudden everything opens up and then you have somebody else where everything opened up and the whole world is like a new fucking thing for you two and you could just you could just, just fucking, you know <laughs> I hear you dude you can just go to the fucking boxing gym and hit those bags together <laughs> <laughs> yep you can speed bag each other no you're, you're 100% right and, uh, fucking get it. That's good, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. And you John can, Cusack's uh, doing fine. Yeah. Have you seen this movie? I didn't, no, I, I have not. I have no idea. Okay. I'm, I'm too apparently, it's the, apparently it's the one where they're each other's rebounds. Both each other's rebounds. Perfect. I will say just be careful about getting emotionally invested here because, you know, you're accurate to be wary about the situation. And also you should be a little bit wary, you know, getting out because you kind of got to... You know, after you've been with somebody for that long, you kind of you kind of got to level out and uh, you know learn to be all right with you know not being in a relationship. Absolutely. And I think jumping right in, uh, you know, after you have for a year and a half, uh, it's a little dangerous. I'm with you. You definitely definitely bang a couple out. That's that's good and normal and healthy. Just uh, just be careful about being too attached. And yeah. uh, but the, you know, if something does pan out and it's working with both of you, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that either. I just be, be wary. There was uh, the McElroy brothers, of course. I'm obsessed with that family and those boys. Uh, Justin McElroy, the eldest brother, has spoken often, or maybe not often, but he's spoken about how um, his wife, Sydney, had just gotten out of a relationship when he was like, hey, do uh, you want to go? You want to go out? So, like. <laughs> That's it. That's his fucking wife. They got two kids together. They're doing it. They're out here, you know, living living their best life. You know, so who knows if you know something could happen here? Yeah, that's it's not out of the question. Yeah, just be careful about immediately falling into long term relationship patterns. You know what I mean? Like, still definitely still go out. You know what I mean? It's really easy to you know when you've been dating someone for a year and a half for like a night in to be like a romantic thing uh, to try to do that with a new bow. Uh, you don't want to do that necessarily. No, exactly. Cause again, you can't just, you can't keep that dynamic, you know, until you do date somebody again. And uh, yeah. Also, I think it is kind of in line with what you're saying. If you have gone on like a couple dates and you are starting to feel like I am in love with this person, they are amazing, they are the absolute best, I'd be a little careful about that too because uh, especially if you're somebody who gets into those patterns, um, you can get kind of those false feelings, especially after something that hasn't worked out. It's like, well, this one is going to work out. Like, this Mm -hmm. is absolutely the one. Like, here we go. And then, you know, you've been out twice. It turns out that... uh, you know, you like Pokemon and he likes Digimon, and then uh, mm. everything's down the fucking toilet. That is a schism that cannot be bridged. No, it is not. No, it is not. I speak from personal experience. <laughs> yeah. I was one of those rare people that was a Digimon and Pokemon, and, like, uh, fuck, there was a third one. There was a third I think, one. I think I know what you're talking about, too. There was a third one. Yeah. I mean, Tamagotchi. Like, Tamagotchi. Well, like, card captors, I guess. Uh, and Yu-Gi-Oh and all that shit. Yeah, no, but I think I know what you're talking about. Neopets. I don't think I... Club Club Penguin. Maybe. Oh, uh, 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 fucking Neopets. That is what you're thinking about. Yeah, it had to be yeah. Neopets. That was the one with the website. Now that I don't yes. think I ever had that, but my sisters were. were oh all my god! Okay, here we go. Neopets.com. I'm gonna t- let's see. Log in. <laughs> it yeah. still exists? Yeah. Damn, dude. Club Penguin got nuked like a year ago. How does Neopets still exist? Holy fucking sh- Okay, no, I thought I got in. 
<laughs> Damn it, dude. I thought for a second I got it, and their, their, your username did not come. Well, well, hold on. Let me take one more shot. All right, all right. Oh, the password was incorrect. I got the login. Okay, I'm gonna log in later. Okay. <laughs> See how my neo. You got to report doing. back on this. They're all this is dead. How podcast. We try to let uh, fucking uh, log into 15 year old accounts. <laughs> Next week we'll be on my Zanga from when I was 12. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna log in. It's just gonna be a fucking Neopet holocaust. Like all of them are gonna be dead. <laughs> Wait, do they, they fucking die if you don't log in? I'm I'm kind of making that up. I hope it's oh. true though. I, I kind of hope so too. Fuck, dude, that's heavy. That's heavy. Are they just like they're all like in such horrible emotional states? Like you left us to die. <laughs> I've been trapped in here for fifteen years. <laughs> I was gonna freak out if I could get into my Neopets account. I was gonna freak out, dude. That's that's big. All right, you uh, you want to take this next one? Okay. I believe this is. Uh, our final question. All right, here we go. Advice for a buy guy? 19M, how to shoot your shot. I was trying to make you think load. Okay, anyway. So, <laughs> after many years of questioning, I've finally embraced who I am as a person and have come to the conclusion that I am indeed buy. I'm deaf seeing the world from a new perspective now, and I'm anxious to explore this new me. Anyways, there's this guy I'm kind of crushing on, but I'd like a few tips slash pointers before pursuing. So here's the deal. He lives a state away. We sort of have mutual friends, and I met his brother once, forever ago. We started following each other about a week ago. What, webs- what website? It's very important. <laughs> I DM'd him, tried not to be too flirty because nobody really knows I'm bi, and I def don't give off the vibe. I fucking feel you there, my guy. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. But he's definite dudes. You can easily tell just by the accounts he follows, but I don't think he's come out yet, or he's just not open about it. Anyways, we had a nice little convo and seemed like we had some good chemistry, but we haven't talked since. So I'm looking for another opportunity to slide into his DM without being too direct or looking like a weirdo. Help a brother. TLDR, can I successfully slide into my crush's DMs slash shoot my shot? Posted by Issues for Days. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think I think you're going to be far more the expert in the situation, so I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on this. What accounts is he following that makes you think he's a queer? <laughs> I mean, no, okay. I... If it's like Robin and uh, Lady Gaga and... Mike Pence, ironically, <laughs> and Liza Minnelli and Barbara Streisand. Then, okay, sure, probably. Yeah, so. also that also that classic uh, classic Instagram page called uh, uh, "Nobody Really Knows I'm Bi," and I definitely don't give off that vibe. The the Instagram. Yeah, okay, it's a well, great page. All right, hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna make that anyway. Um, <laughs> so. You just gotta, you just kind of fucking, you just kind of fucking go for it, you know? Be like, hey, so you want to meet up? And the great, the great thing about dating, like two guys dating, is you know how the date's gonna end. That's the great thing about that. <laughs> With shots being shut, my dude. <laughs> shut. <laughs> multiple, multiple shots will shoot, be shut. Shoot your shut. Now this this reminds me of the uh, the one we had a few weeks ago where the girl was uh, uh, kind of realizing she was by and there was a girl she wanted to ask out but hadn't done it before and was yep. worried and all that and I think we had the same the same advice there absolutely that one she was leaving her job you know so there's kind of a similar about to be some distance there and like in this case if it doesn't work out like whatever it's your you know it, you have mutual friends yeah so I would say definitely do that as opposed to. Uh, you know, just trying to message a whole bunch and like suss out. You know, eh, I don't know. He does follow Lady Gaga, uh, but he also <laughs> follows like F-16s of Instagram. Uh, the uh, fighter jet. That's actually pretty gay too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he follows uh, shirtless volleyball Air Force. Maybe that'll. There we you. go. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Do you uh, remember? Do you remember the Top Gun theme? It's very good. I, I've never seen that movie actually. I actually have never seen it either, but I once rode the Top Gun ride at Kings Island. Yeah, dude, me too. I that think, one kicked ass. I think I rode it. I'm trying to remember the exact number. Me and my friend Phil, it was a night where the, like, the park was like super empty because it had rained earlier. Yeah. And uh, we just kept, like, we'd pull into the station, we'd be the only ones there. So, like, we rode it, I want to say, it was like 30 plus times in a row. Damn. Did you get one of the lucky situations where, like, you don't have to get off and wait in line? Like, they literally just let you stay on the yeah. thing? Or did you have to do, like, the sp- Oh, dude, that's the fucking it fucking rule. That's the best. Like, we would pull in, and there would be nobody in our fucking stall. And we'd be like, yeah! And then I think, like, after ride 15 or 20, they were, like, telling people, like, now nah, move one down. <laughs> <laughs> just make, at, least, at least make it look like you're, uh, you know, you're not doing this. <laughs> I did that on the delirium ride. There. Or no, they, they were telling swing. people that were getting on, like, move one down. So oh, that, like, these dudes coming back through could just, like, keep their seats. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, fucking Hell rule. yeah. That's some, that's, some good, uh, that's some good staff right there. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think that's my only experience of that movie, too, is riding the damn roller coaster. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. All right, well, on that, uh, on that Top Gun note, uh... We finna wrap up here? What are we Hell doing? yeah, we got this. Uh, Guess what? What's that? Our intro music is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere, and you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is that song that says away a whole bunch of times by Ryan Adams. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just did that for this episode? <laughs> we, let's, let's do it for one episode. Okay, here we can go. We make that call here live. All right. All right. Fuck yeah. Sorry, listener. it's so good alright well uh, our Patreon's still going you can still send Dono uh, what did we decide it was $400 and you can put a picture on his wall that's like 60 billion dollars 60 billion dollars and then if you buy us an F-16 then you can uh, put a picture up on Dono's wall there we go dude we'll just put lots of fucking uh, some of that anthropomorphized uh, aircraft fucking porn <laughs> up there picture that dude picture that just for the low cost of supporting our show he could literally cover my bedroom wall on that and completely ruin my dating life uh, outside of military bases <laughs> and airports but we are trying to keep the lights on we would super appreciate just like slightest, just like a little bit just like a little bit of money just give us a little bit throw it Throw some, uh, throw some bills at us, and we will continue producing this goddamn radio gold and subjecting you to the wonderful sounds of uh, of our good friend Ryan, Ryan Adams, friend of the show, Ryan, <laughs> friend Ryan of the Adams. show, Ryan Adams. Yeah, what a friend! Um, yeah, up for tw- mm, twenty five bucks, I'll send you a picture of Sharpie and the pooper. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> See my big hairy ass with a sharpie hanging out of it. You know you want this. You know you require this. Oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> well, this thing that you hate is uh, co-hosted by me, Arthur, and uh, me, Donovan, and the, we, the one without the sharpie. And we can't wait to see you again next week. Um, oh, just real quick, uh, I got some feedback on the last episode with um, where we were talking about all the body horror shit. Like with like earwax and like boogers and shit, Fuck and yeah. uh, a friend of mine uh, from Columbus said to me uh, I, that she barely could get through the show. So shout out Meredith for, for thanks thanks for sticking with us for uh, hanging in there. Fucking Ryan Adams, <laughs> Man, it's been great seeing you. Have a nice week. Bye. Mwah. Away. Away. <laughs> <laughs> This was a good one.